0: Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester, and in this episode, we'll be talking about who in the construction industry is driving the adoption of BIM. I'm joined in the studio today by Wolfgang Haas, a principal expert on the BIM topic. Wolfgang, thank you for joining us. Hello. So, who started this whole BIM story?
1: Yeah, if I remember right, yeah, these were architects, okay. and uh, they started when we switched over from two D to three D design. Uh, the first. Architects were talking about building information uh, modeling. Uh, they talked about rendering 3D models, yeah, just to have a better visualization of their drawings, uh, because it's a, bet- a better base to talk to customers if they can see. What so they're they looking were get. for, yeah,
0: looking so, for something to show what they right. designed.
1: So okay. the the starting phase was really this skip from 2D to 3D, pushed by architects. And then, of sure the story was not at the end. Yeah, so the signers they took over, because then the construction has to be made, and then general contractors stepped in. Um, there is a little bit of gap now with the technical disciplines. Yeah, they have to step in now. Uh, so the electricians, HVAC, security guys, and so on. Mm-hmm. But there is another family of uh, people who stepped in. These are the guys or the customers who are responsible for infrastructure, or buildings where the complete life cycle is in one hand
0: okay so they have taken over the process now they, it's, it started with architects and now we're talking about these uh, key infrastructure customers yes. and people who build to operate and own yeah.
1: and that's uh, there are the examples that are quite simple these are for example airports yeah because then the operator of the buildings they are known mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not rented off the complete airport yeah uh, so there is a very strong link the other example is, uh, these are hospitals, for example, or um, manufacturing industry, for example, car manufacturing and so on, their buildings, yeah. Uh, the building types which are really behind these are office buildings, yeah, because then the operators are very often not known. Mm-hmm. And there, is, there are lots of handovers, ownership changes and so on. And um, let's say BIM in office buildings is a little bit weak. But the other ones, uh, I uh, pointed out, they are really pushing BIM because they know where the benefit is, it's in operation.
0: So the the owner operators know that the biggest payoff is in this 80% you spoke about before, the 20% cost of the life cycle of a building is in the construction, but the 80%, the vast majority, Mm -hmm. is incurred during the operation phase.
1: Yeah, there's another number, uh, one euro, which isn't invested in the design phase, will cost you between 30 and 50 dollars during the operation phase. Yeah, So people in operation would love to invest one euro in the early beginning, if they could.
0: If they had the opportunity. Yes. So for hospitals, infrastructure projects and these owner operators, it's a clear choice to, yeah. to put intensely into the industry. Yeah,
1: they have a voice because the building is built for them to operate
0: and these operators these owners that are pushing the topic they have the influence to to get the industry to adopt this technology
1: yeah i think in the projects we were we were present here yeah, the influence was there and there's also for them it's a learning curve what can i wish yeah what can be realized and so on but i think uh, these type of buildings are on a quite a good trip
0: and this is an important an important role for them because also for for those in the industry who wish to operate in these buildings or to win and build and construct yeah. and be competitive, they have to also adopt and develop the skills they need to deliver buildings yeah. using the BIM process.
1: I think the the very important point is we, we need to have this holistic view, this overall view. It's not just over the life cycle, it's over all the different disciplines. It's, the as the name says, a holistic view overall. And today we have a very uh, limited view to small steps in the design, production, operation, and we are quite good in doing an optimization of these small boxes. But there's a little bit this overall view, this overall picture that's missing, yeah. And there we are different compared to other industries. For example, the manufacturing industry, yeah, there is one pocket paying for the factory, mm-hmm. yeah, and there is one owner and. Usually, he's doing the operation later on. That's much easier. In our case, there are lots of handovers. There are different roles, yeah? Uh, There is a lot of history behind how we behave in in the past. And we are really, really good in optimizing these small boxes. But the result of 100 optimized boxes is not an optimized building. So we should change our mind to have an optimized building. And then we should look which step is necessary from my side, to support this building. So we yeah, have to
0: widen our view and have a, a long-term approach.
1: Yeah, and it's this holistic view over the complete life cycle of the different discipline over all processes.
0: Amazing. Thank you very much for your time. But, and thank you all for joining us on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please like, share, or comment on this episode and subscribe to us here on this channel. We'll see you again soon.